Hi there. Hello. Hi there. Hello there. Hi there. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello, family. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you all doing? It is great to hear you all's voice. I I I was kind of vacillating between Kaya and um, uh, checking in on you all, and I'm glad to see that there is a wonderful fellowship that's going on. Um, we're waiting for uh, 8:15 before we get started. Um, but uh, it's great to hear you all's voice. I pray that you all are, are doing well. And um, uh, as we prepare for the holiday season, I need you all to uh, make the best decision that you can for your family as far as this pandemic is concerned. I want to see you all back in the sanctuary, not for your funeral. Well, what I want to do, um, again, uh, it, it is great to, to hear you all's voice and um, to um, hear your participation, and I get a wonderful joy just hearing you all fellowship with each other prior to us getting started. And so I know there are several different things that are going on tonight. We had Kaya, I believe the deacons had uh, a meeting tonight. Uh, But uh, we're going to go ahead and get started as far as uh, our time together is concerned. I want to share a passage of scripture with you all Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 through 27, and it reads like this. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. And if I could read it in another translation just to uh, bring even greater clarity. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. And I just wanted to talk um, just for a few brief moments from a devotional perspective uh, Staying the course, Uh, staying in the course. The election of Joe Biden is absolutely astounding. Regardless of where you are as far as the political spectrum is concerned, one of the things that you have to give him kudos for is he knew why he entered the race to become the president-elect of the United States of America. What happened in Charlottesville back in 2017 stirred within him righteous indignation that caused him to come out of the backdrop of public service into the limelight. 
when one thinks about what he did as far as launching his campaign, let's honestly admit being the vice president with Barack Obama should have given him a head start. However, when you look at his initial campaign, it was slow and sputtering. As a matter of fact, there were a lot of political pundits who did not think that he would become the eventual nominee. But he stayed the course. He stayed the course, and when he got to the state of South Carolina, and with the help of Congressman James Clyburn, he claimed South Carolina and never looked back. That's what it means to keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all the sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. And now he is making history as having chose a woman of African-American descent with Jamaica and Indian roots, Kamala Harris, to become his vice president-elect. But I want to go a little bit deeper than just this political election and season. When I look at these verses, it reflects someone who has incredible purpose. It's like a person who is an acrobat trying to walk on a tightrope. Knees bent, one foot being carefully placed in front of the other, nothing but a small rope that keeps them from falling to the ground. When you walk a tightrope, you got to have calm in your spirit, nerves of steel, and a great focus. Interestingly, the body naturally follows where our eyes are looking, which is detrimental if we focus on the wrong thing. So what is this idea of staying the course? It illustrates God's path for us. It really talks about God's purpose for us. Staying the course. When you and I act, when we speak, when we follow the path that God has for us, we carry out God's will for our lives. But there is one problem. <laughs> we can't. All our efforts are tainted. Our knees are bound to buckle. We're sure to make a mistake. And it's just a matter of time before we get off track and get caught up in our own stuff. However, I want to let you know that before you lose hope, you got to remember this one fundamental principle. God's sacrifice through Jesus Christ. Jesus' work at Calvary has reversed our fate. So guess what? The thread is gone. That changes everything. Your life, my life, are infused with divine purpose that is predicated upon what he did on that hill called Calvary. So I'm letting you all know you and I have a renewed sense of purpose and hope and faith because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So what does that mean? That means that even in a COVID-19 pandemic, 
we have hope. Even with a scurrilous president who is acting idiotic and like a child throwing a temper tantrum at Chuck E. Cheese's because he has to leave, we have hope. Regardless of what's going on in your finances, we, we have hope. Regardless of what you're dealing with, as far as relationships are concerned, we have hope. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore the sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road becomes smooth before you. Don't look to the left nor the right and leave evil in the dust. Why? Because Jesus now becomes our focus, not the road. And from Jesus' sacrifice to the time that his redemption is made fulfilled, we're meant to live intentional lives that reflect his purpose, his power, and his passion for our reality. So here's what I want you to understand. Keep your eyes on Jesus will help you stay on the path. Amen. 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 Yeah, the okay. The brown. Yeah, Praise the Reverend Redmond's family. Yes. We also want to lift up Reverend Lenny Williams, Lisa Duncan's father, who had an extenuating surgery uh, uh, several days ago. He's still in the hospital, but they have moved him from ICU now. So we praise God for that. We want to also lift up Ken Oglesby in prayer. The Mays family. Yes, we want to lift up Scott, our minister of music. Yes. And we want to lift up Sister Marilyn White. She will be having surgery in a few weeks. So we want to cover her in our prayers as well. Okay. Yeah. okay. Rhonda Holland. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Your family, too, Pastor Scott. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. You and your family. Hello. Yes, for the Curitan family. Hello? Yes. Hello. Can you please pay for the Blake family, too? For the Blake family? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Any other prayer concerns you all want to mention? Rhonda mm-hmm. Holland. Okay. Laura Lamar. The Rice and Lewis family. Okay. Good morning, Major. Seth of St. Paul. Okay. Denise and Tommy Bogey. Okay. Okay. All right. All our children. Let's, let's go to the Lord. God, as we come forward in this season of preparation for 
what we call Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. For us, every day is a day of Thanksgiving. And we don't take that for granted. We come and we adore you, O oh God, because you're worthy of all the glory, honor, and praise. Whatever we have, it is because of you. And yet, God, we also realize that um, while you don't need our praise to be God, you certainly appreciate it. And you're certainly deserving of it. Oh, how we love you. Each and every person, the 66 families that are represented on this call, oh, how we love you. We come to you not tonight, oh God, because we realize that we haven't dotted every I nor crossed every T. We've messed up. We've sinned. We've fallen short. We try to live each day a little bit better than the day before. So God, would you forgive us? We come with contrite hearts and repentant spirits. We want to do better. Help us do better. God, we come tonight also because we just want to thank you for what we have. We thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the things you have kept from us. We thank you for the things you have kept us through. We just thank you, oh God, because we want to have an attitude of gratitude. And now, God, as we come and we bring our needs before you, there are ever so many. God, I am so glad that you are sovereign, you are holy, you are God. You are able to decipher all the prayer concerns that have been lifted up to you tonight. But I wasn't able to capture or discern voices. You got them on the first try because you made each and every one of us. You know our needs. Because you know our needs, oh God, we don't have to send you anywhere. You're already wherever we need for you to be. But for those prayer concerns that have been lifted and lifted, would you move in a very powerful way tonight? I ask a special blessing upon our pastor emeritus and his family. Uh, also for Dr. Monica Redman and her family. Our minister of music, Scott, as he heals from surgery. Uh, we lift up uh, Marilyn White as she, in a few weeks, will be going into surgery. And, of course, all the other prayer concerns, the names that have been listed tonight. We bring those before you, oh God. And so, God, right now, as I pray this prayer for each person that has called out a situation, will you just let them know you've heard their prayer? Will you, oh God, in your own powerful way, give them the peace that goes beyond all understanding? And as we wrap up this prayer call tonight, oh God, I pray you will bless each and every person that is on this call, their families, in a very special, meaningful way. Oh God, if you would, remind them that you have them in the palm of your hands as well. We say we love you, oh God. Oh, how we love you. Oh, how we love you because you first loved us. And we thank you 
for giving us the gift of salvation and eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Of course. On the same number? Yes. 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 Y